It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. That's all right. <laughs> Get it in you. Okay, Haul that apple back. I'm a mm, good crunchy apple. It's massive, too. It's big the apple. apples are delicious right now. Hold. Is that a gala? Yeah, I don't know. It's it's the size, like, it's the size of a, a small child's head, though. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know what's going on with the apples. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, they're not cheap. None of the produce is, right? But, it's true, yeah. But they are, they are huge and they are delicious. Like, they sure are. This yeah. will feed the family, this one, this one apple. It takes me, a, this is the thing, is I, I get them and I can't finish it because it takes so goddamn long because they're so massive. I'm not complaining, though. What's for dinner tonight? Apple. apple. <laughs> Just that. Just straight apple. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is... Uh, okay, I'm drawing a blank now. The date? What are you doing? Yeah, about? it's March 15th. Okay. 20th. I'm sorry. I am I was just dog shit this morning. I'm so off right now. I'm just like... I have I have an eye infection, if you can't see. Oh, yeah. I have a thumb infection. I'm going to cut up my thumb and it's now infected. Oh, God. I'm just, like, beaten up from the gym. I'm... Falling apart over there. Yeah, I'm run down. I'm going to take Friday off for that reason. But So today was maybe was not my best effort on the podcast, and I apologize for that. But you had the team on your back today, Shauna. No, I didn't. I had to burp. Um, it is a shorter podcast today, but we do have another conversation with David Marples from the U of A. The professor who's an expert on uh, Russia and Ukraine. Yeah. We got a really good response the last time we spoke to him, so we, we figured we'd bring him back and get some updates on the situation there. So you'll hear that at the end of this podcast today. What else? We talk about Arcade Fire's new song, which is supposed to be coming out on Thursday. Sean I busted out my diddle. The diddle? We haven't heard the diddle on the podcast no. for a long time. It's been a long time since diddling. We got a eulogy. We make something sexy. Talk about how not to look like a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> Um, try to remember some of the hardest times we've ever laughed, not just on the show, but in life, life in general. Mm-hmm. A very shocking etymology. First, you're out of context clip of the show. Put good that look- thing on a leash. <laughs> leash your womb. <laughs> leash your <laughs> The BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was chatting with my son, Bo. He's seven now, about how much he's grown. Like He's so tall and skinny these days. Yeah. He's, oh, sh- he's in that phase. Yeah. <laughs> Love that phase. And we have a lot of height in the family, so I think he's he's going to be quite tall. Like, I got an uncle who's 6'7". McKenna's yeah. got a brother who's 6'5". I'm the shortest of my brothers at 6'3". Crazy. Um, but he was asking if he'll always be skinny. And I said, no, you'll like you'll fill out once you're older. Yeah. And I think you like you were tall and skinny when you were young, weren't you? Oh yeah. Like you shot up fast. And- I f- shot up all at once, and I was yeah, it was me and the TA in every picture when I was in primary school because I was so damn tall that I couldn't sit with the other kids. It was embarrassing. Yeah. You were on the end, and not on the risers. Oh yeah, yeah. Standing, standing on the end. Everyone's like, "Who's that TA?" That's me. I was tall and thin too. Like I, I think I grew like six inches in one year yeah. and didn't put on the weight. And McKenna saw pictures of me before we knew each other, and she's like, "You look like a cheese string back then." Oh yeah. Yeah. My parents Cheese couldn't string? feed me enough. There was nothing that I could eat that would like match my metabolism at that time. It was crazy. Were you clumsy? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Me too. I had like these huge feet and all just like elbows and stuff. And it was like. To be fair, I'm was... still clumsy and I still have huge feet. But yeah, <laughs> I've I've man I've leveled out a little. In in high school, uh, I had a, a tall, thin female friend, and she she described herself as a proud lank <laughs> because that's what we were like. Yep. 
We had these lanky alien bodies, and we were lanks. Running into everything yeah. and hurting yourself all the time because you don't know how to control your limbs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I said to Bo, you're you're a bit lanky right now. You're yeah. going to be a bit of a lank as you grow up, and then you'll... It's good. Eventually, you'll, you'll thin out, you'll fill up, but right now, you're a lank. Mm. You're, you're the Rockefeller lank. You're, you're Lank Williams Jr. Tom Lanks. <laughs> Lank Sinatra. Part of the Lankin family. <laughs> you're Benjamin Lanklin. Thomas the Lank Engine. The Lank Before Time. <laughs> You're a Lank- Lankfurt sausage. You live in Lankfurt, Germany. <laughs> Scotia Lank, the Lank of Montreal, the Canadian Imperial Lank of Commerce. You just say you're part of the Royal Lank of Canada. It's very, very you're a Lankersaur. Okay, just a good old Lankersaur. Lankenstein over here. Ratchet and Lank. Full kit Lanker. <laughs> A full kit lanker. <laughs> a full kit lanker. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Etymology with Shauna. This is one of the crazier etymologies that I've read. Um, I was reading about where the term hysteria came from. So it means, you know, exaggerated or uncontrollable emotion or excitement, essentially. That's what hysteria means. Mm-hmm. But it was first used in the early 1600s. And where it's from, the Latin word hystericus, which means of the womb, or the Greek hysterikos, which means suffering in the womb. And this is where, like, hysterectomy comes from, right? Yeah. So this term used to be used to diagnose, basically, or diagnose, basically, anything specific to women. So anything from heartburn to vertigo to headaches to jealousy or even poor attention span, it was all because of the woman's womb. Just... If you're a woman and you have an issue... You had hysteria. You had hysteria. Yeah, it was all due to that. Uh, Belief back then, though, was that there was this thing called the wandering womb theory. So back then, they actually believed that a woman's womb would move throughout her body. And not like just a little shift, but there's a description by a doctor from back then that says this. It says, for it is moved of itself hither and thither in the flanks, also upwards in a direct line to below the cartilage of the thorax and obliquely to the right or to the left, either to the liver or the spleen. So the womb is just like the free safety of your body, hey? Yeah, it goes on to say that it was an animal within an animal. That's how they described a womb. Is this animal that moved <laughs> within crap. a woman, and it moved all around, like from animal. her throat to her hips, and was an animal It was in there. sentient. It, yeah. And it was moving around, and that's what caused every ailment to do with women. You know, I learned this etymology... Not that long ago, like within the last few years, I would say, because yeah. up until that point, like I had often used the term hysteria just to refer to someone who was like irrationally upset mm-hmm. or, yep. and I didn't know that it had this like uh-uh. real gendered history. And then when I learned that, like I've kind of shied away from the word since then, because yep. it's, it's a bit of a loaded term when you, when you learn that. It's a womb so, problem. Everything you have, well, it's a womb, that's wild animal you within you. Did you check your womb? I'm Keep gonna, it in check, okay? We're gonna take a Put good that look. thing on a leash. <laughs> leash your womb. <laughs> leash. Your- <laughs> I'm gonna start. Oh, uh, we shouldn't leash. laugh because how many no, women like were you know didn't receive the treatment that they needed because of that? But because it was the wild I mean, womb animal. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> Etymology with Shauna. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. I was listening to an interview with this dude who, uh, he was a writer on Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. He's yeah. also a comedian and they were just talking about comedy and um, he he said this. I'll just play the clip for you here. But stand-up is good. Live stand-up comedy, you've had exactly the right number of drinks, something in the two to three range so you can still follow it but you're feeling yeah, a little bit yeah you know, <laughs> there's certainly there's a bell curve there you can go yeah. way too far with the drinks but mm-hmm. yeah when you're in that sweet spot and the comic is good you i mean that is the hardest you will laugh in your life oh that was funny 
Interesting. Like, have you had that experience, Shauna? Like, where you see a comedian, it's like, this is, yeah. this is as hard as I can laugh. What is the hardest you've ever laughed in your life? Could you well, pinpoint that think, moment? Could you? I don't know if I could. I mean, no? there's been a couple times where I've, like, just been, I mean, overtiredness is what will do it. <laughs> like, if you're in, again, it's, it's that same sweet spot, but with overtiredness, yep. where I have laughed with some friends so hard that, like, you're a little was, impaired by the tiredness. Yeah. yeah. Um, so M- McKenna and I have had a few moments like that, too. Like, yeah. End of a day where we're just both burnt out. Right. And you, something, something happens, and you're just like, and you can't stop. This is like, so funny. Yeah. And it's not probably funny to other people, <laughs> but you're just in that sweet spot of, yeah, impairedness where that makes it happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, comedy clubs would be up there for sure. There's been a couple moments where I've laughed pretty hard. Yep. I've seen a few comedians where I was like, this is, this is all I got. Yeah. Right? This is all the laughs that I have. It was, there's a guy, he's from, he's from up around Edmonton. His name is Danny Martinello. And the first time I saw him, I was like, this is it. This That's is as hard as I laugh. So. Yeah. And it's funny cause I don't laugh. I'm not like an, an out loud laugher at movies or TV shows or no, anything I'm like that. Really. really. Uh, so it's interesting when when a, a comedian can do it because it's like yeah I don't often laugh out loud at that kind of stuff but yeah. there you go yeah what a skill to make oh, someone feel that can you what imagine I know I have a couple of buddies who are really really funny and I can remember like a few nights sitting around you know the table having a few drinks and like you said just right in that sweet spot yep just the right number of drinks where I was like laughing so hard at their stories I was like please no more yeah like I'm I'm my, gonna throw up. My <laughs> abs have actually like been in pain before. Yeah. Like it's it's like I need to I can't laugh any further. It's the best feeling ever though. Oh, when it you sure get that, is. It's oh, pretty yeah. sweet. BNS in twenty minutes or less. I was wondering recently why you can't smile in passport photos. You know that's the thing? Like you're yeah. not allowed to, and I was like, Why why does I, that matter? I thought it was to show the shape of your jaw. Well, apparently not as much. Now, maybe it's partially to do with that. But first of all, um, I didn't realize that it was semi-recently that this even became a thing. Like, it wasn't until 2005 in the UK that they made this a rule. And I think it was just a year or two before that that we did in Canada. But it's because of the biometric technology that was added to the passports. And uh, that's the technology that helps with facial recognition. Okay. And so they were saying that if you smile then it doesn't necessarily work. The facial recognition may not work. And that's because it does. It recognizes 14 or to 30 points in your mm-hmm. face or whatever. So if you smile, it could alter it enough that they can't recognize your face. So because of that, they want you to have a neutral expression because it's easier to recognize facial now, expression. I'm guessing that's old tech because, I mean, like the iPhone now recognizes you with a mask on. Yeah, So it's true. So you, I mean, I guess you do have to, like, the, it's a picture you have to do with the mask, isn't it? Like, you have to also give it those options. Oh, is that how it works? Yeah. Uh, okay, I wasn't sure. So it just, because then it recognizes those mm-hmm. points as well. But even still, like, because of the way that these phones can now, I'm like, they're, you're right. It's got to not be quite the case. I don't know why we still have to do it, really. The facial recognition has to be better than it was in 2005. You'd assume so, right? Yeah. But it also made me think, I was like, okay, well, this is interesting, because if you're afraid of facial recognition, this tells me that you should just smile all the time. <laughs> Like, because we've talked about how facial recognition is in malls now, and those like those directories have facial recognition, yep, and yep. so if you're somebody who doesn't like that, then just smile all the time, grin, and then grinning everywhere you go, just start grinning everywhere, and then you go, yeah. you know. Government's not going to get me. Also, if you see someone that looks like they're constantly smiling and looks awkward about it, then maybe be suspicious of them, too. No, I just don't want the car on there. That's how you spot a terrorist. That's how you do it. They're having a great time. They're having a <laughs> run. Too much of a time. <laughs> 
a smiling terrorist, eh? Are you having a good day, or do you have <laughs> do you have plans to overthrow the government? No, I just I can't tell you. The BNS in twenty minutes or less podcast. So we mentioned it in the news this morning, but these protests that have been happening in the Beltline, yes, part of the uh, the freedom protest movement across the country mm-hmm. uh, for the past well many Saturdays, I think. Yeah, basically every Saturday now. Yep. Um, and it's raised a lot of questions about you know the police response the presence of counter-protesters, yeah. and really like larger questions about where you know, the right to protest begins and ends. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't look like they're going to be slowing down. Nope. Um, and I was thinking, like, just based on like the videos that I've seen and it what I've heard about it. It appears it's escalating, actually. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, maybe on Saturday, go have a few drinks, just go watch. Like, <laughs> go watch our city's best and brightest yell at each other. Well, it's funny because I was away this weekend, but it was, I mean, it happens right by my place. Have you I, seen it in the past? Uh, I've seen, no. Uh, actually, that's a lie. Way back when, I guess I did, I was mm-hmm. walking in front of it and the police were, you know, blocking off the intersection. And it was funny because they were like, by the way, the, the protesters are coming up behind you. So if you don't oh. want to be associated, you might want to walk faster. That's what one said. I was like, a warning. OK, good to know. And they were they were coming behind me. But yeah. And then there's like, you know, I think I think I saw yesterday that the police said that, you know, there are there are like professional protesters involved in the counter protest. But then the protesters themselves. I don't think I don't think I think many of them aren't even from Calgary. Like they're coming oh. in to protest. So okay. there's all it's a lot going on. It's a bit on. of a mess. I'll be yeah. honest with you, I haven't paid a ton of attention to it just because I'm not involved in it, mm-hmm. right? I know I know for the people who live in the belt line it's been a headache, but yeah. um it doesn't like I said, it doesn't look like it's slowing down. So maybe we need to kind of reframe how we view the protest and the counter protest and everything. You know, you know what I'm talking uh, interesting. about? Interesting, yeah. Do you think we could and it's been a big thing the last few okay. years. Do you think we could make protest Sexy. Sexy. Ooh. You're so passionate. I can almost smell the passion on you. Oh. <laughs> things are getting rowdy. That's how I like it. Yeah, a bit of disobedience can be very sexy. We're supposed to be together. It's a sign. No, like a, a literal sign. <laughs> yeah. It says that. Mm. Go ahead and be loud. We want to attract attention. Ooh, that's a good horn. Can I give it a honk? Mm. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So as I'm sure you've seen, uh, Tom Brady has now officially unretired. Very shortly after he retired. So he retired on February 1st, and then this past weekend he said, just kidding, I'm, I'm coming back <laughs> now. So... Well, that was a quick retirement. That sure was. Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know what happened there, but he changed his mind. I saw all the jokes about how life is just so unaffordable that even Tom Brady has to come out of retirement. A lot of these guys who are, you know, at the very, very top can't seem to stay away for long. You know, like, you know, Mario Lemieux made a, he came out of retirement. Michael Jordan came out of retirement. I I always wonder why. Like, I'm like, there's got to be some strategy to that because there's no way that Tom Brady, like, honestly changed his mind like that like there's i don't know why he felt the need to retire and then come back or especially that quickly yeah i can see if you've been away for a few years like i miss it i think i'm still in pretty good shape i think i could still play but this one there's got to be something more at play that's very very odd yeah very strange anyway i figured that we have to eulogize his retirement now (laughs) like eulogize his career but now you have to eulogize his retirement the one month long retirement of tom brady would you like to say a few words yes please we are gathered here today to remember Tom Brady's retirement, not his career, okay, his retirement, which 
we may need to be reminded of because it was so short a time ago that some people didn't even realize he retired in the first place. But he did. It's a fool's retirement. <laughs> it was February 1st that Tom Brady said he was hanging up the cleats for good, but after 40 days of being at home with the family, he decided to unretire. Maybe that's what it was. I mean, spending that time <laughs> with family, we've, we've all been there, okay? So alas, Brady fans will get to see him back on the field for another season as the oldest active player in the league. Geriatric Trom has risen and alas, his retirement has officially died. Old Balls Brady is back. Backward, you have a musical tribute for I do. Him. Okay. He's Tom Brady! Whoa, 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 he's Tom Brady! Oh, yeah. Talking about this guy, Tom Brady! BNS in 20 minutes or less. So, as many of you know, my boyfriend Cliff just loves to see videos of guys getting hit in the gonads. <laughs> like, just nutshot videos are all, it's his kryptonite. He loves it so much. He howls when he, he sees it. He hysterically laughs mm. every time, like, no matter what. And uh, I was with him over the weekend, and I found this this compilation video of, of nut shots. So I, I sent it to him because I was like, oh, you'll appreciate this. And we were kind of just like waking up in the morning. I'm like, here, watch this. And I recorded his reaction because, well, I mean, that's what you do. Everybody needs a little cliff laugh in his life. So I, I wanted to just play this for you. Now, here's the thing. This is just like a bunch of, uh, like a combination of them. In quick succession? Like in kind of quick succession. So here we go. <laughs> Right off the bat. Oh, turkey cheese. Took it in the cheese. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel right. He gives the time outside. <laughs> Down goes Batman's. It <laughs> made great contact, eh? So there you He's go. He's got such a cartoon laugh oh on him. Oh my like, god! And this is hilarious because, like, it was that quick and in quick succession, and he still laughs like that. I don't know what it is. His commentary also hilarious. Yeah, like, yeah, he could he could do that for a living. I think. Oh my god! So whether you're, you know. Getting with the cowboy butts, driving nuts, license plate, or whatever. Cliff's laugh is just—it's contagious. Oh, like it his, is contagious. He's got the best laugh. It's you can't—you can't. Also, his commentary hilarious. Like, like Batman <laughs> went down, so did Chuck E. Cheese. Apparently, it's like a child's laughter, isn't it? It's pure. It's it really very, is. It's very pure. B and S in twenty minutes or less. Got a message from friend of the show Daniel the other day with this now video to show Cliff. But you said that you'd already played this when I was away. Yeah, somebody sent in. You were, I guess. Oh, Maybe I was a, gone. It's a while back, yeah. But someone sent it in. It was uh, actually Panicat, our friend Panicat, sent this video, and it's the funniest. <laughs> it's yeah. this downhill skier in looks like the Olympics, and he's absolutely flying, like, yep. as fast as they go. What they go like one fifty, I think. Yep. Like, and he, he he hits one of the gates, like one of the flags, and he gets it right, right in his stuff. Frenchman Yannick Bertrand. through the S turn. Here it comes Yannick Bertrand. to the groin for Yannick Bertrand, and you could hear it. And if you're a man, you could feel it. Wow, watch this again. Yannick Bertrand. Oh, the Frenchman. Oh, monsieur. 
Wow, the boys took a beating on that one. Oh, the announcer's phenomenal, too, isn't he? He's so good. Oh, my God. Just that whimper. I can't scroll in this. I wish I could hear that. Oh, the whimper. <laughs> the scream and then the... <laughs> Oh, I know. That's one of the that's one of the best not shot videos I've I've seen. Oh my god, Cliff has got to have it in his top five too for sure. <laughs> the Frenchman. Oh, we start calling mine the Frenchman. <laughs> you got to look at his Frenchman there. VNS in twenty minutes or less. So yesterday, Arcade Fire announced their first new song in five years is coming so out exciting. on Thursday. Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited Me too. too. Uh, it's called the Lightning One Two, okay. like the Roman numerals. Okay. The Lightning 1, both comma, 2. Both of them. All right. Odd name. I'm not sure how I'm supposed to say that. Nope. Like, if we play it, do we lightning say... Lightning 1, 2? Like lightning, that? Yeah, Just like I've, that? Yeah. That's they, how I'd say it. They promoted it in such a, a unique way, though. Like they Yesterday, they tweeted that the, the song was coming out, and with it was, like, a handwritten copy of the chords of like the yeah of the chord progression which is kind of cool. Yeah, and I was like I was looking at that and I was like okay, so they're kind of giving you a hint at what the song is going to sound like yeah. if you can read music. Well, it's funny cuz it's handwritten notes, so it's the music written out and then the chords are above it too. So you can Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's so, both. So I wasn't entirely sure what I like I said I don't really read music. Fair. Um, fair, yeah. But I was like I know you do. Yeah. So I had Shauna bring in uh, her violin this morning. The diddle and it's like, could you just like try to play this just so we can get like a taste mm -hmm. of what this new song is going to sound like on Thursday? So we have that here. So that is what the melody is going to sound like? Yeah, that's what the notes read. So I assume that wow. part of the melody will be that. Which That's really lovely. It's beautiful. I'm actually excited for it now. It's also cool that you played on the violin because the violin features quite heavily in a lot of Arcade Fire's music. It so does. Yeah, yeah. So that's, be, oh, I want to hear that song. Now. I know. I know that was like a little teaser. Yeah. Um, but that's Thursday we're expecting the Arcade more. Fire. VNS in 20 minutes or less. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is set to address Canadian Parliament this morning. And we thought it was a good time for an update on the situation in Ukraine. And we got such a great reaction last time we spoke to David Marples from the University of Alberta that we have him on again this morning. He's a, a distinguished professor there and an expert in the politics of Ukraine, Russia and Belarus. What do you think the Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is going to say to Parliament? He's been talking about a number of things, but but most of all, he dwells on the theme that this is not just a war between Russia and Ukraine, that this is a war between, let's say, autocracy and democracy, that this is everyone's war, and Ukraine is fighting on behalf of democratic world. And he perceives this, therefore, as something much larger than Ukraine. And he's also adopted the line that Ukraine has been attacked by Russia, but it's simply the first of the states that Putin is, is looking at and that he's quite likely to attack others, um, most probably Moldova and Georgia right up at the top, uh, which are not NATO members either. So he's trying, to, he's trying to get support from the West for everything that he's doing in Ukraine. Um, and so it's not just a matter of one state against a much larger one. When we last spoke, you said the majority of, of the Russian population is with Putin. Do you think that more 
Russians are now for this war and, and with Putin? Do you think his support is getting bigger? Well, the longer it goes on, the lower the support will drop. And this facade that is being spread through the Russian media, that it's a war to liberate Ukraine from neo-Nazis, is being exposed almost every day as a, as a fraud. And yesterday, you probably know this, but uh, there was a demonstrator who appeared on the Russian television program, Vremia, on Russia's first channel with a big sign saying, stop the war, before she was hustled up by the security officers. And um, this is a sign that even at that level, Russians are beginning to protest against the war. About 13,000 Russians to date have been arrested for protesting, which may seem a small number, but actually it's, it's quite a large number for a state with such a rigid secret police and uh, autocratic system to, to make protests. And Alexander Navalny in jail is also calling for action against the war through social media. So there is, there is some action already taking place in Russia that is opposed to the war. But I think the biggest reaction against it is coming from the Russian troops on the ground, many of which seem very unwilling to fight, uh, often giving up in large numbers. And they seem completely untrained. I mean, they're really not equipped for this type of campaign. They don't seem to be very well provided with food. And in general, the, the Russian army at the ground level has given a very inept performance. The Russians are causing problems with long-range missiles and to some extent the fact that they can control the air. But most of the damage is coming from the ground. It's coming from missiles that are fired from the Russian side into Ukrainian cities. But this is not the armies that are fighting. The armies, I would say the Ukrainian army is performing better than anticipated by just about anybody. And it seems willing to fight on indefinitely as long as it takes uh, Zelensky today, even, I think, half-jokingly, asked the Russian forces to surrender. He said, if you want to surrender, you'll be treated well. So this gives an idea of the high morale, I think, on the Ukrainian side and the fairly low morale on the Russian side, all of which suggests that there's not going to be a, an end result anytime soon. This is going to be a long affair that maybe drags on for several months. We're hearing a lot about the number of refugees leaving Ukraine, and here in Canada, we're set to take on, I, I believe, an unlimited number on two-year visas. Do you think there will be a Ukraine for these people to go back to at the end of the, that visa or at the end of the conflict, or will Ukrainians even want to return home? It's a good question, and it's hard to say how people will adjust to life in Canada. I mean, I think in Alberta, it's a fairly benign environment for refugees from Ukraine. There's a large Ukrainian-Canadian population uh, many of whom speak the language. And there are centers, different institutes that study Ukraine. So I, I, think the, I think they may well settle here. But if they did want to go back, I'm sure that Ukraine will rebuild after the war is over. It may take some time. I was thinking the other day about the city of Grozny in Chechnya, which was obliterated in the war of 1994 to 96 by Russian forces, but which today is completely recovered. So it takes a while, but I think Ukraine will recover. And I think it will get substantial help from the European Union and other United States and other sources to, to help rebuild. I think the IMF has given as much money as it normally gives for immediate assistance without conditions attached. But there are other, other places that will help Ukraine. And I think if it survives this war, with the government intact, then it will recover. If it turns out that it's a Russian-controlled government that takes over, then I think there'll be many more years of guerrilla warfare and that this will never be a government that is very stable. David Marples from the University of Alberta, we appreciate you uh, allowing us to bounce these questions off you this morning. 
Yeah, it's always a pleasure. Nice to talk. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.